You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Listen to them all at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. I'm excited today to talk about environments, changing our environments. We change our life, change our business, change for the positive is what we're working on here today and what we want to talk about. We all have things that we want to change about our lives, you know, things like improving health, uh, being able to finish a big project. Maybe you've got to get your website up or, you know, learning a new skill or, or things like that. We all have those things, I believe. Now, if you do not have any of those things, then you can go ahead and turn it off right here. There's there's nothing here for you. But if you have something in your life, big, small, doesn't matter, anything in your life that you want to change, uh, an area that you desire to improve, but just can't seem to do it, then stay tuned, all right? This, this is <laughs> where I'm at right now, too. And, and this is the great part. I get to share and explore these topics with you guys. But at the same time, I'm also personally exploring these topics and working on ways. So it, 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 it all works out. In fact, I will tell you guys this, one of the best ways to learn something, one of the best ways to improve something, one of the best ways to kind of really get it to hit home for you is to take the time to try to teach it to somebody else. Because in that act of teaching it to somebody else, you have to actually get all the steps down yourself so you can share that. That's what a quick tip right off the top there. If there's something you really want to master, start by obviously learning about it. But then the second you start learning about it, also start trying to teach it or share it with other people. And you're, you're going to get that stuff to hit home and, and kind of sink in a little bit more for you. So thank you, Eric. Uh, understanding emblems is coming up shortly. Decorators.education forward slash emblems if you'd like to check that out um in fact there's a little ticker on there that telling you how long until it is live and uh so you can still sign up for that all right um so right we're, we're working on something one one of the things and that i'm going to use in, as, as an example here because it's uh prominent in my life right now is that i need to get more exercise i need to get a little more fit and and i have a really strong desire to do that i i i know that i've got uh got to get back to my quote unquote fighting weight. I've got to get probably 20, maybe 40 pounds that uh, just have crept up on me, right? <laughs> lots of desserts, lots of DoorDash opportunities, lots of, uh, you know, all sorts of quote unquote excuses that I could use, but it just happens, right? We, we go through these phases and I went through a phase that just wasn't ideal for my body. So I do have a strong desire to get more fit but I just can't quite seem to get over the hump, right? You know, uh, Gusta's on here. I, I got started on doing two minute planks and I went strong for like a week and then have not done them since, right? And, and things happened. My, my back was hurting. I had all sorts of excuses and I realized I got to get rid of those excuses and all this other stuff. But here's the deal. We are humans and there's only so much we can do and we have to give ourselves grace and we have to give ourselves credit for the things that we're doing. And so here's the deal. I'm not discouraged by the fact that I haven't been able to keep this up. And, um, I'm, I'm actually really grateful for the health that I do have. Um, but I've just struggled to get some balance and, 
at the end of the day, from what I can understand from the people that I've learned from and, and the things that I've read is that typically when we struggle with something, when we kind of can't get over the hump or have that trap, there's there's one of five things that, that are happening to us um, or happening around us that we need to be more aware of that then we can take control over. So the first thing um, that typically hinders us from making an improvement is just lack of knowledge. Um, now, in, in this particular case with me and the exercise of my health, um, you know, I am constantly learning. I, I enjoy reading. I watch documentaries on it. You know, I've been all over the place, tried different things. Um, and, and, and I feel like I've made some really big strides in my understanding of what true health and, and fitness is. And, you know, I think from what I've learned, a lot of it does boil down to kind of having a more balanced diet with a lot more plant-based and whole foods and all that other stuff. And that's just hard. You know, I, I grew up on a processed diet, you know, the TV uh, dinners and, and Cokes and, and sugared foods and cereal and all that other stuff. Um, so it, it's a challenge, but I've learned a lot. And, and, um, in fact, I even uh, was learning and about something where uh, they were talking about the fact that some people really do struggle because they go on these really limiting um, diets as far as like limiting the calories and whatnot. And um, many people might be gaining weight because they're under eating and, and it's their body's way of protecting them. So they, they start putting on more fat because they're just under eating. They're not getting enough energy for, for their day. But anyhow, not here to, to teach you guys how to, there's lots of people that are very skilled in this. You can go and, and learn all sorts of stuff. Um, I just watched a great documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Um, maybe it was just on Amazon prime, but it's called heal. Um, and uh, I will find a, a link. In fact, let me write, make a note on that. I will find a link to that. And, uh, I, I thought it was really interesting and uh, gave you a lot of food for thought. So, um, so anyhow, that's the first thing, lack of knowledge. Now where I'm at right now, I don't feel like that's necessarily it. I I'm, I'm building the knowledge certainly can always continue that. So that's one. The second thing that could be holding us back from achieving and, and our limiting beliefs. All right. Um, now I never really, visualized myself as this super fit guy. You know, I never was that person that was in the gym all the time. I didn't really enjoy being in the gym. Um, you know, even when I was in much better shape in, in, in my youth, but at the end of the day though, I'm not sure that the limiting beliefs are, are really my challenge right now with the exercise. You know, I, I do believe that I can do it. I do believe that I'm deserving of being fit. So, you know, that's probably not it. The, the third thing is, competing motivations. So uh, what competing motivations are example of this might be, you know, maybe we started our business to make money. That was our motivation. We wanted to make money, but then we didn't realize that we actually have this uh, money set point, this thing about money that is holding us back. Maybe in our childhood, our family had all sorts of really big fights and challenges around the money. Right. And so we kind of without knowing it internally said that we needed to avoid money because money was a root of evil. And, um, you know, so that would be competing motivations. Now I kind of looked at what potential competing motivations I had for not being able to get over the hump of being fit. And I couldn't really find anything. So it wasn't that fourth thing, accountability, lack of community support. Um, 
And and this is one that that I'm working on for sure. You know, first and foremost, I have to take 100% responsibility for myself. And so, you know, we've had conversations inside of our family um, talking about, you know, avoiding buying the snacks and the cookies and all that other stuff. Um, you know, one of the big challenges for us is that my wife is an amazing baker um, and and but she's amazing at baking sweets and treats. And so, you know, we've had that conversation and she's done a fantastic job of avoiding that uh, where we're possible. And, and, and I know that's kind of a bummer, you know, so maybe we just need to work on figuring out a way to bake more healthy stuff, but because here's the deal, no matter how strong you think you are, you have to ask and find support for the things you need. And, and I'm really grateful that my family and I are, are getting better and better at this all of the time. So I, I've got that accountability. I've got that support. I'm starting to build that. And then the fifth thing that can hold us back from being able to achieve or, or learn or improve or get over that hump is our environment. It's that impact of our environment. And that's what we want to talk about here today. And and these little environmental impacts are, are very subtle. A lot of times we don't even notice it, but our brains are made as energy savers. And the subconscious mind is wired to react to the things in our environment, to just quickly make decisions based on past feedback and find that path of least resistance. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. The challenge becomes, in my case, what I actually need is some resistance, right? I need, I need to exercise. I need to do some things that are not uh, completely comfortable for me, uh, eat better, eat things that maybe I don't enjoy as much as the ice cream or the cake or whatever. Um, you know, I, I need to have some resistance to be able to build some muscle and have some less fat. You know, another example might be in our businesses. You know, we might need some resistance in the form of taking risks. But if all we can see is that clutter, the disorganization, our brains won't be able to process that ability to take risk while at the same time dealing with all of the clutter around us. Right. So this is what I want to talk about today, are the different environments we experience on a regular basis and how maybe some simple tweaks to your physical space can actually make a big difference in, in your business, in your life, and, and really in, in achieving the goals that you have for yourself. So, <laughs> sorry about that, <laughs> a little... <laughs> 
<laughs> the joys of being down in the basement when somebody decides to use the restroom we can probably all hear it i don't know if you heard that or not but it was really loud here so <laughs> apologize um all right so we we do operate inside of several environments all throughout our day and um a gentleman named jim bunch who is the creator of um i want to read it here the ultimate game of life he says this he says your environments are either inspiring you or expiring you so as an example one of the reasons i've talked to my family about the cookies and the sweets is because those types of food in our house i know that in a moment of weakness is i'm going to eat those things you know i go search for the candy bar when i'm got that sweet tooth in, in kind of controlling me. So if I have easy access to cookies, sweets, and candies, then I'm also going to um, not be able to overcome those moments of weakness. But alternatively, if I have easy access to maybe some healthy treats or, or whatever, it's what the environment is supporting for me. And, and so when I hit that low willpower state, I'm going to go grab that easy to access healthy treat. Um, so we have to create the environments that are going to best support our goals and desires. It's, it's all about focusing on the things that we want and not about focusing on the things that we don't want. So let's start with taking a look at some of the environments around us. And, and the first environment that we want to look at maybe is, um, the physical environments, you know, in my case, the things like what's in our kitchen, if we're working on our health, or maybe we've got to work on some things in our business. So what's what's our office look like? What does our production area look like? And and other things in our environment that we might not even immediately think of, but what are the colors of the walls? You know, do, the, do those colors inspire you ex or expire you? What, what are the images that we see? You know, right? Do you have artwork on the wall? Do you have inspirational pieces on the wall. Um, it can even be, you know, what, what does it smell like? You know, do, do you need to maybe get an oil diffuser or do you need to get a, an air freshener in, in somewhere or whatever it, all of these things can, can affect us. I mean, it also could even just be the energy that is being given off. Um, you get into some things like, you know, is there a cell phone tower nearby that's, that's draining your energy? And, and these things are all things that, that can impact us. Um, in fact, there's really becoming more and more hard science about the benefits of things like feng shui um, and, and getting that balance in, in the energy flows. And so again, all of the things around us can either inspire or expire or detract you from what you want to accomplish. So I want to first just talk about those um, immediate, in fact, I'm going to kind of leave out some of those and energy and, and feng shui and, and I'll, I'll let you guys go uh, search more on that. Um, not an area of my expertise yet. I want to get to the physical things, the the things that we can feel and touch. And these are the things that I work on all the time. And and I'm kind of an organized. In fact, my my wife will say I'm actually over organized or too anal about things. But I truly believe that that these things can impact us and make uh, better spaces, better environments for us. So let me take this down here. Um, all right. So first thing I want to maybe talk about is, is our, our office, right? The area where you do the work is that work area organized. Are you ready to accomplish the tasks that you need to take on? Is it easily and conducive for you to take action? 
right? Do you have the things that you need nearby? Do you, you know, for, for me, um, I enjoy just kind of, I don't enjoy it. This is the way I operate. I kind of take random notes. And for me, I actually put a um, piece of whiteboard sticker paper. I just, in the studio here, I've got this old um, fold out table that I'm, I'm sitting in front of because I don't need a, a full desk. I don't sit here and work all the time. I come in here to to do the studio and and, and that kind of thing. But I have to take notes, right? When I'm, I'm up, you know, I need to give you guys a link to heal. So I've got this little piece right here. And then I've got my marker right here. It's an easy access. I can reach for it. Um, I do have to lean over. So maybe I want to change. So I've got all of the markers and pens and things like that I need in a two regular guys mug. And it kind of got pushed out of the way. Well, you know what? I needed a little bit more easy access. So I made it make a change to my environment. Now it's right here. I can grab it. Perfect. Right? So what do you have? Do you have some stacks that you have to dig through? What clutters in the way? What is distracting you? Look at, look at those things in your office. All right. And I don't want you to do anything about it right now. Uh, it, you can like, you know, if it's easy enough to just move this one thing, then, then that's fine. But right now let's just, let's just be aware of those things. All right. The next thing to look at is our computer, right? A lot of what we do is on our computer. We're here watching on a computer right now, but is it optimized for the way that you work? You know, do you have the applications and productivity tools automatically open or easily accessible on your taskbar, right? One of the things that I found for me, and, and the, again, these slight minor tweaks all make a difference. One of the things I found for me, most people have their taskbar, your, your computer comes loaded with your taskbar at the bottom of your screen. And for whatever reason, that just wasn't doing it for me. You can actually change that. You can right click on it and go to the taskbar settings. And I actually have my taskbar over on the right side of my screen. For whatever reason, for me, that's more productive. It's easier for me to access. It doesn't get in the way. It's not distracting, but it's easier for me to access. So making that small change. Um, how about the websites that you visit, right? When, when you open up your web browser, does it just open up with, okay, type in whatever you need? And then you've got to go searching for it or whatever. Um, you know, does it have that blank screen or do you have a way that you can easily access? Like for, for example, when I open my web browser, I actually have on it the uh, automatically opened. I don't have to think about it or anything. It automatically opens up the Asana program that I use, which is my product, uh, um, project management tool, my to-do list. It has that automatically open. It has Kartra open up, which is kind of the CRM or the tool that we use to support our success group. Um, it's got my Google Keep Notes that automatically opens up. And right now it's got my uh, accounting software QuickBooks opening up because we're trying to improve uh, the accounting. And when I went to do my taxes this year, I realized that we had some areas to improve there. So I've got that readily accessible. Now I change that when, when cycles change and you, we update that. And, you know, so when I'm getting into writing my book more, I have a, a little organizational tool, a, a workflow um, bullet list tool that I use called Workflowy, And I'll have that as an automatic open, right? So making those change, cha making those changes to, to your environment in, in the little things like your computer can go a long ways, right? Do, do you have all your files where 
everything's kind of filed away and the things you need to access are easily accessible or do you have you know thousands of things in your download folder and then you have to go search and find and and you open it up and it's just overwhelming right so those kinds of things um the next thing we can look at here are things like our emails and our texts and the notifications um and here's the deal i know there's been lots of back and forth discussion about this concept of inbox zero i I put it out there from time to time. And it's always interesting to see, you know, everybody um, kind of talking about where they fall in their space and what they need for this whole idea of inbox zero. My goal personally is to get to inbox zero, but I'm kind of an email guy and I use email a little bit as a way to kind of understand what other people need from me and and whether or not that I'm going to actually respond to that or not. And and so email and inbox zero is really helpful for my produ productivity. It's part of the environment that helps me be more productive. Now, on the flip side of that, I've seen some people that almost kind of wear it as a badge of honor that I've got 3,000 or 30,000 or whatever, 100,000 unread emails. And, and I don't understand that. Now, if that works for you, that works for you. But I'd probably argue that that maybe isn't working for you. You're just willing to tolerate it. Um, and, and honestly, I don't, the reason I don't understand it is because I believe that those notifications, those little red dots on our, our phone apps here, if I can get and say, so I've got no notifications on there. In fact, I've got my task list right here. I've got my calendar right here, right? So these are the environments and I believe that those notifications are meant as tools to notify us when something important is there. And if we don't get in and manage those notifications, if we don't get in and clear out the things or not, like, for example, even though inbox zero is, is important for me personally, my email app is right here. I do not get notifications on my phone of when emails come through because I found that that wasn't serving me. My phone is just for triage. It's just for kind of like, okay, immediate instant. I've got to take care of this kind of thing. And I've, I am in my emails enough that I can take care of the people that need things from me by just managing my emails through my computer. So I can get to my emails on my phone, but I don't have notifications pop up when I get a new email. Um, same thing at, at night. I turn off all the notifications at night when I, I'm time to go to bed. I have just a handful of people that I have indicated through my phone that if they send me a text or call my phone, it does alert me in the middle of the night. You know, so that's people like my parents, um, like my wife, like my ex-wife who also my son lives with her and and we get along great so you know and it's my son and and all that kind of stuff so those people that are really important that can wake me up in the middle of the night great but some random text about uh whatever I, I don't need that right i don't need that in the middle of the night so again getting in and controlling those things and taking advantage of the tools and not letting those tools take advantage of you can be really important so we need to put aside some time to go through our physical spaces and the tools around us and determine, is this inspiring me or is this hindering me? And we, mean, we need to make a list of what we are tolerating in our world. You know, maybe our, our phone screen is cracked and, and we tolerate that, right? Or maybe our computer's slow and we kind of tolerate that. Or, you know, in my case, we've got a broken little corner cabinet piece. And, and every time I walk by the piece sitting on the counter, I'm, I'm 
it's taking my energy away. And um, maybe it's that stack of paper that needs to be filed, or maybe it's old clothes in your closet that you know you're never going to wear, but you're just holding on to them because someday I'll be able to fit into that again, right? It, these things are all draining our energy and, and, and taking away from our, our environment. Um, Kylene and I are going to be doing this around our home office soon. And we've actually, and I don't have it right now in front of me. <laughs> this, this is an area that we've got to fix, right? We, we, we didn't have it in a, in a easy place for us to find it. So we'll have to just reprint it. We just got to fix the environment and move forward. But it's this big list of messes and incompletes. And then we're going to make goals and we're going to take some actions uh, towards either doing one of these three things on all of these, these items, right? We either need to repair it, we either need to remove it, or we need to replace it. So we can do one of these three, three things, anything that we're putting up with in our lives. Now, this doesn't mean that we have to make this big list and then just tackle it all. And I'm just going to spend the rest of my month doing that. No, I want to make this list. And I want to look at the things that can give me the most bang for my buck right away, right? Put away this, change this, put a picture up on the wall, um, in, improve the smell, improve the color. What, what are the things that we can improve? right away. And the energy in our subconscious brain is being drained and it's keeping us from focusing on the things we want every time we have to in interact with something that we're just tolerating. So again, it, this act might not seem like a big deal at first glance, but you'll discover that the more time you can take and the more energy you can put into cleaning up and actually designing your environment for what you specifically need will pay huge dividends. So make this deal with yourself. If you complete a certain number of things on that messes or incomplete list, then reward yourself for that. You know, maybe your guilty pleasure is binge watching a show that everybody's talking about, or your guilty pleasure is, you know, my guilty pleasure is eating ice cream, <laughs> right? But for right now, until I get down to my quote unquote fighting weight, I need to, like I said, drop 20 to 40 pounds. I'm decided that I'm not going to eat cake or ice cream. We went through Dairy Queen's drive-thru last night because we had a we were celebrating um, an opportunity that we had together as a family. But uh, my wife got uh, a blizzard. My son got a blizzard. I did not because I have not earned that yet. I need to I need to drop those pounds. So do that. Make Find something in your environment that you can make a deal with yourself that if I can improve that or if I can clean that up or if I can do that, that you'll you'll then reward yourself. Um, now, when we talk about things like getting rid of the clutter or, or the, the closets or whatever, one thing that might be helpful is to allow somebody else in, to allow a second set of eyes onto it to this. You know, maybe, maybe you're going to allow your spouse to help you. Maybe you're going to allow a trusted friend to come over or, or maybe it, it, it's gotten so bad that it's even time to, um, uh, you know, come up with the resources to pay for a professional organizational expert to help you come in and declutter. And, um, because what happens is many times we have emotional attachments to those things that are just not serving us. You know, maybe we, we bought that, uh, that shirt because, you know, we just loved it, but it just doesn't fit anymore. But we just, there was something else to it and, and we need to get rid of it. Or, or maybe, you know, these stacks are doing something for us and we just feel like, gosh, if I get rid of that, that's just, 
um, me admitting failure or, or something along those lines. So get a second set of eyes on it that'll help you look at those things like your production area or your computer workflow or, or, or something like that. So th that's just a quick tip for you. Bring somebody in that's going to help you with that. So um, let's take a look at a couple of comments. Um, <laughs> Todd says, uh, I, I bet the digitizers and extended car warranty people aren't on that list. Absolutely. They are not on the list of people that can interrupt me in the middle of night. <laughs> so there you go. I like that, Todd. And then Jerry, great. Thank you for uh, for making me feel like what I'm talking about here is, is important. Jerry says, I've been doing these types of things, cleaning up, and, and, and it's really helped. Good. Good. I love it, Jerry. Thank you. Um, appreciate that. All right. So let's keep moving here. So that's that's our our physical environment, the things around us. Take some time, look at that. But another area that we can look at here is our intellectual environment. Um, so you know, these are things like the people that you subscribe to on YouTube, the quote unquote friends you have on social media, the podcasts you listen to, the the shows you have saved on your DVR, or or the subscription services that you have certain things starred, right? And I'm not saying that we have to get rid of all of those entertainment things. There's value in that. There's there's that opportunity to decompress and and get away from it all and do all those other things. But you got to have balance. You know, this is even the books that you read. Um, in fact, let me pop this image up here real quick. I thought this was a really good quote from a gentleman by the name of James Clear, who's the author of a book called Atomic Habits. And he said, uh, a, a receipt, uh, uh, sorry, a receipt, a recipe for getting more out of what you read, start more books, quit most of them, read the great ones twice. You know, so the more books you can get into, and if it's not serving you, then, then, you know, stop and go back and reread the ones that did serve you. And, uh, you know, for example, for me, I'm an audiobook guy. I enjoy listening to audiobooks, but the books that really write, make an impact on me and things that I know I can put into place right away, I then go and buy the, the hardback or the paperback book, the, the physical book, because then I can actually get into it and, and, you know, mark things with a post-it note and, oh, you can't see me because I've got that up. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, mark things with a, a post-it note or, or, or whatever, get into those things. So it's all of those things. Um, it's all of those things that we have control over. We can unfollow toxic people on social media. We can create a private personal YouTube channel that we're really, really hardcore and carefully monitor what we watch or what we search for on that channel because then all those other things don't pop up. Um, you know, we can do things like we can cut cable. If, if, if watching TV is a, something that sucks us in all the time, then get rid of it, cut the cable, cancel Netflix, whatever you got to do. Um, you know, we can, we can let these things go. If a book that was recommended to you didn't resonate with you, that's okay. That doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't say anything about the person that recommended it to you. It doesn't say anything about the author of that person. It just says that it doesn't resonate with you. It's not going to improve your environment. So I'll give you an example. Let me catch the comment here. Um, Wendy says, I do a monthly business book club. It's a great way to see the books from a different perspective. That's awesome. So you're, you're intentionally putting something in your environment that is going to serve you. It's going to inspire you, right? Instead of expire you. Wendy, good job. 
All right. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm going to give you an example here. Again, uh, if a book recommendation or something doesn't resonate with you, that it, it doesn't mean anything about you, the person recommended it, or even the author of the book, here's what it means. So my example is this. I'm not a big fan of the profit first book. Um, I love the concept of paying yourself. In fact, the our success group members here know that Todd and I have our foundation in the five keys for our success group. And a big, huge part of that is making sure that you're paying yourself first. So the concept is fantastic. And I agree with a lot of what's in the book, uh, Profit First. But for me, the rest of it didn't resonate with me. It just didn't feel right. And And again, it has zero bearing on what that says about me. It has zero bearing on all the people that have recommended it to me that love it and, and think it's really great. It has zero bearing on whether or not Mike Michalowicz is a smart guy or not. In fact, he's brilliant. I think that he's somebody worth following and I still follow him, even though his book just wasn't for me. Um, and I know lots of people that have tons of success with it. In fact, there are people where I look at what they're doing and I will recommend that book to them because I know it will help them and I believe it might resonate with them. But if they say, you know what, that just didn't resonate with me, I'm not going to go, oh man, I really screwed up. Okay. It just didn't work for them. Right. So therefore don't let that, oh my gosh, you know, somebody that I respect recommended to me, recommended this to me. I really just need to try to make this work. You know, you, you can create the environment. You can bring in parts and pieces. Um, a lot of the stuff that I'm working on right now in my own life, I'm, you know, I, I'm a big Jack Canfield guy, right? You guys know that I'm a success principles certified trainer, but not everything that he says is a hundred percent right for me. And so I bring in parts and pieces from things like atomic habit, um, and, and, and all that other stuff. So, um, right. So again, it's your environment. You have complete control over it. Same thing with your intellectual environment. You have complete control over that. Even when you're growing and learning, yes, you should take it all in, but that doesn't mean that every single thing that you read and hear and somebody says you have to implement and do 100% right away. You need to bring in parts and pieces of those things that resonate for you. All right. So there, there's intellectual environment. Um, let me get a couple of the comments here. Uh, Michelle says, I'm working on changing my health environment and my work environment as we attached another shed for more room thankful that Allison sent me videos the other day for ideas. So there you go. So again, getting all of that stuff, bringing it in and then finding what works for you. And Wendy says, but Mike is such a funny guy to listen to. I a hundred percent agree with that, Wendy. I think Mike, like I said, I think he's a brilliant guy. I think he's really smart. I think he knows what he's doing. I think a lot of his concepts are really great. Just the whole entire piece of profit first just wasn't for me. I, I, I would find that kind of all of the little different things with different bank accounts and all this other stuff would create things that would expire me instead of inspire me. But I, my brain works differently, right? I, I already operate in this super organized way. And so by adding that extra work to have to do would actually create more clutter for me. So anyhow, all right. So we're going to keep moving um, on that. Uh, so we've talked about our physical environment. Now we've talked about our intellectual environment and the next environment that I want to talk about here is um, 
our relationships, the, the people environment, the relationships, the people around us, that environment. I had a banner for this, but it didn't save. So I'm gonna, on the fly here. We're going to create a banner. That's what I love about StreamYard on the fly. We are done. It's there. So your relationships, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So what I'd like you to do when it comes to this part is I want to want you to really spend a little time if you can here, whenever you can, and make a list of the people that you spend the most time with. Who are the five people that you spend the most time with? And in today's world, that could be who are the five people you spend the most time with virtually? Who are the, uh, who are the five people that influence your world the most right now? And, and again, that's the people you spend the most time with. Um, and I want you to make a list and try to get that list down to five. Maybe, maybe you're kind of not sure who the exact five is. So maybe your list is seven or 10 people or something like that, whatever, make that list. And then either whatever works for you to the left side of them or the right side of them above them, below them, whatever. I want you to put either a plus sign, an equal sign or a minus sign next to each one of them. All right. When you do that, what the plus sign means, the plus sign means that that's somebody that is inspiring you. That's somebody you need to spend more time with. That's somebody you need to work on developing a deeper relationship with. That's somebody worth investing time in developing and encouraging and having a relationship with. So find the plus sign. So that's what, that's what we ultimately want to look for here. We want to make sure, ultimately our goal is to get to five people who you can put a plus sign next to. Um, the next one, though, is the equal sign. And this is somebody that doesn't hinder your environment. This is somebody that doesn't expire you. But this is somebody that's just kind of even, right? We, we, we don't get a lot from them, but they don't detract a lot from us either. So it's okay to have them around, but they certainly could be replaced potentially with somebody who's a plus. And then finally, you've got the minus. And this is somebody who you either need to start removing from your environment. You need to have the hard conversations with them. You need to meet more clear with them about how they're negatively impacting you. And, and again, these are going to be hard conversations, but it's your life. It's your business. It's your environment. I mean, this could be an employee that just is a negative impact on your business. And it's time to have that conversation with them that they either need to change their attitude or they need to find a new job. Right. So you deserve to have that life that you want. You deserve to create the environment that you need, and it's up to you to create it. And these negative people could potentially even be people like parents, like adult children, like spouses. If they're not positively impacting you, then you must confront them and potentially even draw a line in the sand that you're going to ultimately get to. And depending on what these people are to you, it might not be an immediate removal from your life, but you need to actively work on either repairing, replacing, or removing. And a part of that is the people or the relationships in your life. So let's get a comment here real quick. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Does my dog count? <laughs> Wendy says, hey, you know what? my dog makes a massively positive impact on my life. So uh, my dog will be number six on my list. How about that? <laughs> Those relationships though, right? It, I, 
yes, my, my dog makes me happy. So there's no reason that your dog can't count. Now, I think for the five people that impact you the most, we're probably talking about other humans, but you're certainly the, the other living beings around you can't, can be a positive impact. But, you know, I think that can be more about your physical. Um, and, and I know that Wendy, it's a joke, but, but think about this though, right? Right. Maybe you need to have some more plants, um, to get more good energy and, and remove some of the toxic air out of there. Um, and, and, and Todd even counters this with people who say money can't buy happiness have never bought a dog. Um, and Jerry says, my dog is number one on my list. Yes. So if, if your, your pets fall on your list and, and like I said, I, they can make a positive, super positive impact on, on a lot of people. My dog is huge on my list. At the end of the day, when we comes to our relationships though, these are our human relationships. You can make the, the dog and the plants and the, cats and the the other things in your life part of your physical um environment so anyhow we, we don't have to draw a line in the sand here but at the end of the day if you're focused on five people that are going to positively impact your world then um i think that's going to make a huge change in our environment which will then make a huge change in our life so all right um with that let's let so any any other comments about relationships, any other comments about any of this stuff? Like I said, when it comes down to these relationships, it is important. And, and I know that some of these things can be very difficult. Um, one of the things that both my wife and I really value about our relationship is the fact that we are, uh, we, we've been very conscious since the very beginning of our relationship to be very open and honest with each other and to be able to have the hard conversations my wife puts up with a lot of hard conversations. My wife will also help start some hard conversations when she's feeling like I'm being a jerk. You know, right. So the, these things are really important to us. And, and we've made that conscious decision to have that be part of our, our environment. We've also made that a conscious decision with our son that, you know, it, we want him to love us and, and, and we want him to like us and all that stuff. But what's really important for us is that he respects us and that he's willing to have those conversations with us. And he's willing to be open to us having hard conversations with him when, when maybe he's not able to, you know, what we feel is achieve what uh, we know he's capable of achieving. Right. So, so, setting up those relationships, just like we would take the time to go and clean up a stack of stuff that's out of the way, just like we'd spend the time to move this mug from one area to another where it's easier to access the pen that I need. We need to do the same thing in our relationships, spend the time to clean those things up. Like I said, some of these might be really, really hard, you know, um, for, for a little bit with, with, my dad, I love him to death, but sometimes we get into that blaming, complaining and excuse making thing too much. And, and I have to kind of draw the line um, because I find myself going there and, and it's not his fault or responsibility. That's just kind of how our relationship evolved. And so we've had to make a conscious effort to improve that and, and to, to, to work on that. And um it's, it's been really valuable. I didn't, I didn't want to cut him out of my life. So we, we worked on making those improvements, right? So, but you got to have those hard conversations. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. 
Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. We as humans, unlike other animals, have the ability to purposely and intentionally create and recreate our environments. So begin by studying your environments and asking, is this person, this place, or this thing something that uplifts me? Does it make me happy? Does it motivate me? Does it bring me peace? Or is it something that irritates me, upsets me, demotivates me, overwhelms me, and brings me down? And if it uplifts you, see how you can expand it. Spend more time with those people, with that music, with that author, in those physical places, and so on. And if it brings you down, see how you can change it or eliminate it. Remember, you are responsible for where you are, for what you bring in or allow to remain in your environment, and for whom you spend time with. Don't spend time ignoring or resenting your environments. Take the time to intentionally create or recreate them into what you want them and need them to be. Some of that takes more time over time to achieve, but you can start in lots of small and different ways today. To get started, I want to invite you to make a commitment that before you go to bed tonight, that you'll make three changes in one of your environments. Doesn't matter how big or small, it could be as simple as putting something like a plant or a small sculpture or a crystal or a picture on your desk that uplifts you and makes you smile when you see it. Or it could be eliminating something like removing five post-its from the side of your computer or throwing away something that doesn't work or you're never going to wear again. Or put your gym shoes and your workout clothes in the hallway so that when you wake up tomorrow morning, you have to trip over them. It'll remind you to work out for 20 minutes rather than just sit and read all your texts and emails first thing in the morning. Just make the commitment to do that today. Three simple things. And then keep that up every day for a week and notice what happens. Notice how you feel as a result of that. I want to, I want to do that exercise, right? I, I want us to do that exercise. And Todd, if you're still hanging in here for me, um, do me a favor and post the link to the business basics group. Uh, if you're not catching this, uh, well, in fact, you're not because maybe it was shared over there, but, um, what I want, and this is to kind of close out our, our club OSG open, uh, membership opportunities. So everybody else can kind of see what we're working on here in small business Saturday. But from that exercise, I would love it if you guys would post the three things that you're going to do today to improve your environment. So if you'll post that in the business basics group and I'd love us to use the hashtag my environment, and uh, we'll even put that onto a banner here so you can see it and uh, visually see it for those catching the version of this that's not just the podcast version. So hashtag my environment. And, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to go, like I said, the reason I want you to do this is this is a public declaration to yourself of the impact that your environment makes on you. This is your way to kind of internally help your subconscious brain go, yes, it's okay to spend some effort improving our environment. Um, now, as Jack mentioned, you should continue to improve and and do these things over a course of time and, and week by week. But but for us, I, all I'm asking is that just today, um, you pick out those three things, right? So they can be little things. The you know, I just did one thing. I moved my pens into a different place where I can easily access them without having 
without having to reach over there, right? So that it can be something smaller like that. It can be go ahead and do the filing. Uh, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to glue the piece back onto the cabinet and get that done and out of my space that's, that's keeping me from um, it's just taking up energy that I don't need to be taking up every time I walk by it. So those things like that, fix those three things, post them. And again, that is your opportunity to make that public declaration that you're going to fix those things. And that helps your body and your mind and everything else around you, people around you, your, your support system go, okay, they're working on their environment. I need to support that. I need to improve that. I, I need to help them out. Right? So that's what we're going to do. Post those three things, use the hashtag my environment and post them in the business spaces group. And Todd's got that up for us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash OSG business basics. If you'll post it in there um, and, and there we go. So that's what I've got for you guys today. What other information do you guys have? What are your thoughts on all this? What questions do you have? What am I right about? What am I wrong about? Any of those things. I Let's let's spend the next couple minutes just uh, taking a couple of comments, questions, thoughts, your your impact, you know, where where you need to work on the most. Um, I'll go back real quick while you guys are doing that and um, kind of get back to what I started with my example on the environment piece. For me, the thing that I'm, I'm really want to work on right now is to continue to improve my health. Right. So, like I said, um, I I am working on my health and and I was able to uh, not get the the blizzard last night. I, I love a good Dairy Queen blizzard, but um, I did not get that last night. So just doing things like that and making sure that I've got the you know, the other thing I need to work on is is finding some some more healthy, healthy alternatives to snacks. You know, I get the sweet tooth and I, and and right now I'm still drinking coffee that's got quite a bit of sugar and um sweet creamer in it you know i love i love a peppermint mocha creamer i just it's my thing um peppermint is my jam for sure uh you know so what what are these things in my environment that i can clean up um i've found that i i do like uh peppermint tea so i'm drinking more tea and that's helping um the, the water, you know, making sure that I'm drinking more water, having the things around me to do that. Uh, the exercise part, uh, Jack mentioned, you know, put your workout clothes instead of having them buried in the back of my closet. I need to put them somewhere where, you know, in the hallway or, or somewhere where I'm going to basically trip over them if I, if I walk by it. Right. Um, working on designing my environment, designing my life to where, all right, I have an opportunity that every day I'm going to do this, those types of things. All right. So. What else do you guys have? What other information do you guys want to chat about? Or or are we good? Can we call it good for the day? Um, so I will hang tight here. Um, again, one more quick note here that this is the, the last opportunity to uh, to catch the live version of um, Small Business Saturdays. So if you are interested in continuing to be a part of this and you're not already in our success group member or you're not already a Club OSG member, um, I encourage you to go check out Club OSG. That pricing will go up uh, as of uh, Tuesday. I think Monday is the last day for the the discounted price. And the cool part about what we do, the thing I love about what we do with our success group is that we um, 
we take care of the people that, uh, that that give it a try, that are willing to be action takers, that are willing to be trailblazers. And uh, once you kind of lock in your pricing on things, that's your price, no matter what. When things go up, when things change, we 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 lock that in. So your your price is going to be locked in. Um, and Wendy says, "I will see you and Eric in a couple of hours." Yes, a good reminder there. Uh, Wendy, that uh, coming up, understanding emblems is coming up shortly. Decorators.education forward slash emblems. So, um, all right. So with that being said, um, all right. So check out Club OSG next week on the 5th of June. Um, we're going to be doing, so we've, we've hit a, quite a few like mindset, kind of bigger picture. I don't know. Some people I, might even call it wooey things over the last couple of weeks, but these things are, are highly important. But I also, inside of Small Business Saturday, want to get into the nuts and bolts things as well. Um, so next uh, Saturday, I'm taking on the challenge of getting into Facebook ads. And um, some of uh, I, I'm, these are going to be hitting the real basic things. And it's a big, huge challenge to uh, teach Facebook ads because there are, I believe, Todd, correct me if I'm wrong, 67 different versions of Facebook that everybody sees. So what I see and what you see might be completely different. Um, but at the same time, we're going to hit the concept. So we're going to talk about some things like how do you upload your customer list? How do you make a lookalike audience? What's the difference between an engagement ad and a conversion ad and, and, and some of the, the basic stuff. And uh, you know, when we want to go further, we'll, we'll figure that out that, that we, we do have that on the list as making that a little bit more of a um, full on OSG training happening at some point, hopefully this year might end up being in 2022, depending on how things play out here. But, but later on third, fourth quarter, maybe um, we'll have something like that. So that's next uh, Saturday. The fifth is Facebook ads 101. Um, and then on the 12th of June, uh, I'm going to be hosting Ali Banholzer, and we're going to be talking about a priority matrix. Uh, in fact, those of you that are OSG members, uh, we're going to encourage you to actually come on and join us live. We can actually have up to 10 people on screen with us here. And um, so you're going to get an opportunity if you are one of the brave and lucky that want to come on video with us, which I know you guys can do it. You know, I spent the first two minutes of this video talking to myself because I had the volume off. So don't worry about what you look like or what mistakes you're going to make. Um, it'll be it'll be awesome and it'll be really valuable because then Ali can actually work directly with you on on putting this idea and concept of a priority matrix together to work for you. Whether you have employees or whether you're a solopreneur, this priority matrix thing is going to be huge. So um, that'll be happening on the 12th. And then from there, uh, I've got other potential things in the works, but, uh, you know, you guys let me know what, what it is that you're looking for. Uh, make a comment here. If you want to reach out to us by email, uh, where is that success at our success group.com. There you are success at our success group.com. Looks like I need to clean my environment here. I need to clean up my banners. So, uh, success at our success group.com. If you want to reach out and let us know what you're looking for on uh, small business Saturdays, uh, that would be great. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate that. Mo, uh, you are very welcome. Thank you for the inspiration. You guys inspire me to, to continue doing this. So um, I really appreciate that. And uh, again, if you are um, looking to uh, keep this going, try to hit that. Uh, where did it? 
we go. Yes, I definitely have to clean up this environment. There it is. Club OSG, our success group.com forward slash club OSG. Or we'd really love you actually to become a member and, and be inside the full membership group where you get all the training. You get that private members group where there's lots of interaction and, and engagement happening over there. Um, go to our success group.com forward slash memberships. All right. So, um, you're very welcome, Gusta. Thank you for being here. You guys are definitely super inspiring to me, so I appreciate it very much. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your Saturday. I can't wait for Understanding Emblems coming up with Eric Campbell here in a little bit. Uh, that's that's part of the decorators community outside of our success group, but uh, I, I am so grateful to be able to host Eric and, and be able to share Eric's knowledge with the world, so I can't wait for that. Look forward to that, but Make sure that you are posting inside of the Business Basics group using the hashtag MyEnvironment. And uh, what are the three things that you're going to change in your environment today? Three little things, three things that you're going to change in the environment today. Make that list. Do it. You guys got it. All right. So have a great day. Thank you, Michelle, as well. And uh, we will talk to everybody again soon. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.